Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. All praise and all thanks due to Allah. Hi everyone. I hope you are good and well in good health and iman and faith. Inshallah. And welcome back to another episode of the Human Habit Podcast. And inshallah, in today's episode, I have a very, very special guest, a dear brother, Zed Shah, who's a lawyer, a successful man, mashallah, Mubarak. And inshallah, today I'll be picking his brain for his knowledge, experience and wisdom from his life story. So without further ado, I want to welcome my brother, Zed. Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, bro. Ibrahim, uh, thank you very much. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Thank you for inviting me to maybe share some information with you that maybe some of your listeners might find helpful. No, Jazakallah khair. Thank you for taking the time, man. I know you're a busy man, mashallah, successful businessman and family man. So definitely we will benefit from your knowledge <laughs> or information, as you like to call it, <laughs> and life experience. So inshallah, and without further ado, I want to ask you, and can you take us back to the beginning of your life story and journey thus far and tell us where you are, where you were born and where you are from and where did you go to school, inshallah. Okay, so uh, my parents are Pakistani. Uh, they came to England early 1970s. Yeah. Uh, I was born in uh, England, in London, North London. In North London, okay. Yeah, um, and from there, obviously, I was educated. I went to... Uh, uh, Infant school, primary school in, in North London, in a fairly run-down area of yeah. London. What particular area? So it's called Enfield. Enfield. But Enfield itself was quite nice. It's quite nice. Yeah. Uh, but but as you know, in cities you have nice areas, you have not so nice areas, yeah. and, and so I wasn't in a particularly nice area. Um, went to primary school there, um, then from primary school, obviously, we went to secondary school. Yeah. Uh, did my GCSEs there, did my A-levels there, um, worked part-time, yeah. um, like we used to when we were younger, we used to have Saturday jobs. Yeah. What did you do, particularly newspapers? Or what so it started off, uh, so I'm one of six children. Yeah. Mashallah, mashallah. Yeah, mashallah, one of six children, big family, yeah. <laughs> I've got three sisters, two brothers. Yeah. Uh, I'm the eldest. Oh, mashallah, I was going to say, where yeah. do you come in there? I'm, so you're I'm, the... I'm the eldest, and, and somehow my parents, or God, planned it in a way that my parents had boy girl boy girl boy girl yeah. and, that, and that's the way that it worked out yeah um my my, my father always worked uh, used to work in pretty much in factories yeah uh, my mum initially didn't work yeah um she was obviously raising with, a family yeah. <laughs> raising that's a work family. itself isn't it? It, it is it's, it's, it's more than a full-time yeah job. yeah when we were young uh, I think at the age of 12 or 13, I started a paper round. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of people ba- did yeah, back in yeah. the day. Yeah. Paper round, then when you when you turned 15, started working in a, a supermarket called Budgeons. Yeah, Budgeons, yeah. On the Saturday job, so studying Monday to Alongside, Friday. Alongside, yeah. yeah. And Saturday working, earning a bit of my own money, not much in those days, but still earning a bit of money. Yeah, it's a good change, yeah. Uh, learning, meeting people, yeah. learning a skill. To work, learning to talk to people, yeah, learning the value of money, yeah, learning so. the value of work, and then and then since that age, since the age of twelve, I've always had a job, yeah, mashallah. Whether it's good. paper round, whether it's working in a shop, so then I then then from there I worked in various other retail outlets. I think the most enjoyable Saturday job I had was working in a sports shop. Yeah, so I worked in sports shops for quite some time. Yeah. Um, and during the summer holidays, I'd work there. Well, you all this, among this, you're still studying. Still studying. Still studying at school. Yeah. yeah. Went to a comprehensive school, not private or anything like that. Where, where we lived, there wasn't many uh, Asians. There wasn't many uh, uh, black. I don't yeah. Know you can say black yeah, 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 yeah. Black, black, black uh, <laughs> people. Individuals. Yeah. We, we, we were most definitely a minority. Yeah. Definitely a minority. In that, in that, in that. In, in, in Enfield. In Enfield. Yeah. yeah. We were. We, Definitely a minority. I know London quite well because I grew up in East London. Okay, I yeah, know East London, East London very yeah, well as well. Poplar, Bow, Mylands, yeah. Stratford. So a lot of my very, very, in fact, my best friends, my closest friends, are from East London. Yeah. So East Ham, Forest Gate. Yeah. So which areas that you all know? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. 
yeah. But obviously, East London had had a much more uh, of a diverse community. Community, yeah, there was different. Enfield. Yeah, there was a lot of in my in that particular area where I lived in Mylan and Bang, uh, in Poplar. There was a lot of Bangladeshi yeah. people and also like the Pakistani in East Ham, a lot of Pakistani people in and Indian in Upton Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Very diverse but, in East London. But Anf- Anfield was completely different in yeah. North London. Yeah, North London was predominantly English. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but thankfully, I never really experienced any negativity, any negativity, any any uh, direct yeah. racism. Yeah. You might have had the odd comment, but it didn't happen often. That's good, yeah. Uh, which which was very very which good. is good, yeah. It was yeah. not a habit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you which, never experienced, which is good. Which brings me nicely. Your school experience? Were you good at academically? Yeah, sports. Alhamdulillah, I was good academically. Yeah. Um, I was in the first few years, first three or four years of my uh, secondary education. I was probably one of the top five so students. You, yeah, in the so that's and that gives you confidence in it. It, it did, yeah. but but then things took a bit of a downward. Yeah, turn. why? What happened? I, I don't know. I think I lost motivation. Yeah. Uh, I maybe neglected my studies a little bit. Yeah. Um, was there any particular triggers, friends, or did you start? No, I, I, just I, m- m- maybe I just relaxed and yeah. thought, oh, you know, for the first three years, I thought, oh, I've got this, I'm good at this. Yeah, so, so overconfidence, maybe. Maybe, or, yeah. maybe. Because sometimes it does happen, it does happen. No, but that's what I'm saying, you know, sometimes if you if confidence is a good thing, because you work so hard, yeah. you got to, and then maybe you cruise control. Yeah. Would you say, like, you cruise yeah. control and think, oh, I can handle it, and then it surprises you, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, yeah and it's, it did surprise yeah. me. <laughs> and and la- laziness, and these, yeah. these are things that I look back on now, no, and yeah. I think, oh, maybe had I done this, maybe had I done yeah. that slightly differently. But then I also look back, yeah. him, and I think... Do you, do you know what? Maybe th- that was the way that my path was written. Yeah, was it was definitely it, but I'm saying it also helps you to actually grow because now when you observe it, you think, oh, because yeah. that happened, it made you become aware, innit? It, it think, does. You know what? Don't, if you're doing good, don't cruise control. Yeah. You keep the, keep the gas on it. <laughs> That's right. And you're right because you've got to learn from this. Yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why, you know, I heard this saying that says the smart man is the one who learns from his mistake. But even more smarter is the one who learns from other people's mistakes. <laughs> but the smartest one of all is the one who learns from other people's successes. That's true. <laughs> That's yeah. when I thought, okay, I start interviewing people. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you can gather their life lessons and experiences because then you learn and see how they do, how yeah. they think, you know what I mean? So so you're good in school, alhamdulillah, and yeah. which is a good experience. And yeah. obviously that little uh, dip, except that dip, which turned, which we like say could have probably been a good thing because then it helped. So when you went to college, did you know what you wanted to do? So I, I, did, I didn't go, uh, so I went to sixth form. Yeah. I picked subjects that I, I didn't really enjoy. I think yeah. I was influenced a little bit by my... Parents, my mum, my mum, mother always wanted me to be a doctor. Yeah. No, I can't stand the sight of blood. Yeah. So I don't know how I'm going to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. I didn't really know which direction I wanted to go in. Yeah. Uh, my parents, my mother especially, said, you know, I'd like, would you consider medicine? Yeah. Uh, so I picked those kinds of subjects, science yeah. subjects, but yeah. didn't really enjoy them. Yeah. So I went into sixth form, and in sixth form I did do a subject business and finance. Yeah. And that's something that I really, really enjoyed. But at that time you didn't know because you were you I just still dis- didn't know what I yeah, wanted to do. Yeah. No, no idea. Yeah. So, so I I understand. It's difficult to know. Yeah. Which some people know, don't they? Yeah. Because I, you get it. Yeah. Some people naturally learn it early in it, and some people discover it later in it. Yeah. yeah so. so some people are like. Focused from day one, I'm going to be this. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah. That wasn't me. Yeah. So uh, I I had no intention of going into higher education. Yeah. I actually wanted to be a police officer. Okay. Yeah. Right? So I applied to the Metropolitan Police. Yeah. I had a, a medical issue. In, I was asthmatic at the time. Okay, yeah. And at the time, the police had fairly strict requirements. Yeah. So so I got turned down by the Metropolitan Police. What I then did was I well then I thought oh my god what am I going to do yeah because I didn't have a plan B yes and you was about sixteen uh, so, so I would have been at that time 17. so finishing uh, A levels yes eighteen between so 16, I was 18, 18, yeah, eighteen yeah eighteen about eighteen nineteen yeah I thought what am I going to do what yeah. am I going to do so the choice was work but I didn't know what I wanted to do yeah or carry on studying 
so I hadn't I, I hadn't applied for university. Yeah. Uh, so I picked up the phone. Um, some of your listeners may know it's called clearing, yeah. where, where you don't have a university place, but you can try to get into a university. Yeah. So you work down a list of universities. You phone them up. You say yeah. hello. Yeah, I've this is me. Uh, can I come and do a course? It's called cool, clearance, isn't it? Yeah, clearance. clearance. Yeah, clearance. 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 Yeah. 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 So the first uni that, that offered me uh, something was Dar- the University of Derby. Derby, yeah. Yeah. And you was in, 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 still in London. Still yeah. in London. Yeah. Still in Enfield. And they said, yeah, come. Come, yeah. come, come, come. come. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow, brilliant. I've got a place. Yeah. So didn't didn't even think, didn't, didn't do any research on the university. Yeah. Didn't do any research on the course. Just excited. <laughs> excited, I've got a place. Right, I'm going uni. Yeah. So accepted the place. It was a diploma in business and finance. Yeah. So um, told my mum, my mum's proud, uh, yeah. dad's proud, you're going to go to university. First child going to university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, then I'd never lived away. Yep, yes. <laughs> so packed all up, found somewhere to live, packed, packed our stuff, yeah. then, then went to uni to do a diploma in business and finance. But, but on that diploma, there was a, a law, a legal module, yeah. company law, which I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Really enjoyed and uh, thought, oh, this is something interesting. Maybe, maybe I should look into law yeah. and see where that takes me. So when I finished my diploma, I then jumped on to the second year of a degree yeah. in law. So it was a mixed degree, law and human resource management. Yeah, so that's the, one you, that's the direction yeah. you took. That's, yeah. that's, that's the direction I took. At that, that point, I still didn't know whether I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. I just thought... Yeah, oh, interest, curiosity, and exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I suppose I learned a lesson. I've learned a lesson from that. Yeah. And 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 the thing was that I say to my children now, mm. and I say to people, I, I mentor quite a few students. Yeah. I, a lot of uh, young people come and shadow me at work. Yeah. And I say, you know, you've got to do something that you enjoy. Yeah. Because it just makes it a bit easier. Yeah. So then I did I did a, a law and human resource management and on the law module the yeah. one subject that I really really enjoyed yeah. and uh, I think I enjoyed it because a uh, the lecturer was very very good yeah. made the subject very interesting yeah. and I got on so was he passionate was that teacher passionate he was passionate yeah he was. Uh, very human. Yeah, we could approach him. We could talk. We could have a laugh. Yeah, he was from Liverpool, so you connected. Yeah, on a connected deeper level, with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we spoke about other things other than law. Yeah, so we had other common interests. Football being one of them. Yeah, and um, really, really enjoyed the subject. Yeah, really enjoyed the subject, and I thought, oh, this is this is what I want to do. Yeah, I want to do criminal law so criminal law is what you pursue so and this is the second year so you're in your second year is that when you this made that decision third year oh this is the third the third year at uni yeah. the second year of a degree okay second year of a degree yeah yeah, yeah. second year of a degree yeah, yeah. third and it's third okay yeah. and it's criminal criminal law criminal law yeah okay and I that's what i that's what i want to do yeah so at uni i thought well uh, the, the the legal profession in england is is split into two barristers and solicitors. Yeah. So I thought I would. Yeah, what is the difference then before you go any further? Like between a, a solicitor and a barrister. Yeah. Okay. So so, so would they both do be cast as a lawyer? Lawyers, yeah. So lawyer is the common theme, and then they and then that's when it splits into two: so barristers and solicitors. Okay. So, so so in England, so in America, there's there's no real split as such. Yeah. But in England, we have these two arms of the legal profession. Okay. Yeah. Both lawyers. And uh, solicitor, okay, yeah, both solicitor and barrister. So, so barristers are the ones that you you will see on TV wearing the wigs, the gowns, yeah. the black cloaks. Uh, they're the ones that 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 often, more than often, go. Some into people the crowd might court. be presented by them. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you'll see them. You'll see them on TV. You yeah. may have had your own experience with yeah. them, all right. Uh, hopefully not, but you may. Yeah, have them. yeah. Okay. And solicitors yeah. Are, are tend to be the ones. Generally, I'm generalising here, yeah. so I don't want any. If there's any barristers or solicitors or students listening, yeah. I, I don't want to upset anybody. But yeah. I'm generalising, and solicitors tend to be the ones that are often uh, in the office preparing the case, meeting with the clients. Yeah. Gathering all the information and then presenting it to the barrister. Yeah, but criminal law is 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 one where solicitors go. Most solicitors do end up going to court. Yeah. So, so I assume we'll talk about my work in in a, in in a little minute, while. Yeah, but generally, yeah. I'm in court most days. Yeah. 
But I want, when I was studying, I wanted to be a barrister. Barrister, yeah, that was your, that was your that, aim. That, that was my aim. That, yeah. that, that was my dream. Yeah. Okay. So, so at that point, I had a focus. I had an idea. This is what I want to do. Yeah. This is what I want to be. Clarity, basically. Yeah. yeah. Clarity, then, yeah. So, finished my degree. Yep. Then um, I did a postgraduate diploma in law yep. in London. I went back to London. Yep. Graduate diploma in law, which was a, a one-year course. And then in order to become a barrister... It's so was that four years so far, in the three years previously? So two years diploma. Diploma, yeah, two years two diploma. Two years degree. Two years degree. Yeah. And then, this is the, and then this is the, now this is the one where you are now, this point. So now I'm at this point doing a postgraduate yeah. diploma. So five, that's years, five years. Five years now so yeah, far, years, okay. Yeah. There are quicker ways of doing yeah. it, but I did it this way. Yeah. Um, what, what I then uh, did is after I passed the postgraduate diploma in law... I then jumped on to the barrister's yeah. course, which is another one-year course. Know, yeah, yeah. And that at the time was called the Bar Vocational Course. Yeah. Now, the Bar Vocational Course, and in order to become a barrister, there's a lot of tradition, uh, there's a lot of ceremony, yeah. there's a lot of things that we have to do. Um, and and, and uh, unless you need me to or want me to explain yeah, it. Yeah, go on, right. explain. Yeah, All right, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so traditionally, in order to become a barrister, you had to be a member of an inn. And, and there are four inns in London. In, yeah, in, inns, I-N-N-S. I-N-S, yeah. yeah. We're, yeah we're. So there's Lincoln's Inn, Gray's Inn, Middle Temple, Inner Temple. Okay, so, so you, you have, have to be to, one of them. You have to be a member of one of one those of them, inns. Yeah. Okay. And to become a member, do you have to pay money? or? You yeah, have to, yeah, everything Everything is all... Yeah. <laughs> you, you How much money are we looking for I membership? I yeah, but is it a lot? Is it a lot? I, I don't think it's not a lot to become a member. Okay, yeah. Them. But you have to become... But you have to become a member. Pay, yeah, okay. pay member. Um, and what then happens is, is that you study... Yeah. at your uh, educational establishment. So I studied at BPP Law School. Yeah. So I was studying the bar vocational course at BPP Law School, but then you had to attend the inn for either further kind of training, but also in order to become a barrister at the time, you had to, you had to have 12 dinners. So the inns would would uh, host dinners. Yeah. So dinner is dinner, food. Yeah, food, yeah. So, so in the evening you would go... To that particular to, dinner. To go to the inn when the inn has arranged one of your dinners. Yeah. And there'd be probably a few hundred people in these grand halls that... Look like to, to, I, don't, I, I don't know. Look like they belong group. to a kilo or something. So like like yeah. a, like a hall in Harry yeah. Potter or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay, that. That's how, how best I can describe yeah. it. That's how best maybe people can relate to yeah. it who might be listening to this. And there was a lot of tradition. You know, you'd wear your you'd have to wear a gown, a black gown. Yeah. You'd eat. It was there's like a culture. There's a tradition and culture around yeah. that. Yeah. And, and and to my knowledge, it still exists. Yeah, yeah. To this day. Yeah. Okay. It was an alien environment for me. Yeah. Okay. Alien environment for me because I'm from a rundown area. Was in a from a rundown yeah. area in London. I have no connections in law. Yeah. Um, I have. Uh, what about your ethnicity as well? I suppose you that, that is tradition. Yeah. Know, yeah. Did you know a lot of alcohol is being consumed? Yeah. Or, or a lot of alcohol is available. Available on that table. It's, not, it's just not how, not my culture. Yeah. I, didn't fit, it, I didn't fit in. Yeah. People from Oxford, Cambridge, you yeah. know, really top end universities. And there's me from a comprehensive school, yeah. you know, uh, a university that's yeah. not, not Oxford or Cambridge. Yeah. So completely alien so completely, yeah. So at that moment, did it start to make you to think about the? In, so is that when? So when you were in, as you in, in taking that direction and journey towards that, you discovered all these things and ways. And then what happened? Did you still pursue, it or you just realized? Maybe? I wanted to pursue it because yeah. I want. I I I that was your dream. That was your dream. Yeah. Of representing people. Yeah. Representing people in court and standing up for people. Yeah. I love the idea yeah. of that. So I wanted to pursue. It. I wasn't put off by it, but yeah. In my mind, I mm. thought oh my God, this is alien to me. Am, yeah. am I going to fit in here? Yeah. Can I fit in here? Yeah. So that you did over the year during your course. Yeah. And then as long as you did your 12 dinners, dinners yeah. and as long as you passed the exams, yeah. then there'd be a ceremony where you are, um, you may have heard this, where you're called to the bar. Yeah. So you're officially, you passed everything, you've done everything, you then become a barrister, you're yeah. called to the bar. Yeah. But, but then what then happens is that uh, you then have to secure training yeah. with a barrister or a, bar- a set of barristers' chambers. Yeah. Now, at the time, it was a very male-dominated profession. There yeah. were, of course, there were females. Yeah. Female but barristers, small. But it was very dominated by male, yeah. by men, and it was dominated by uh, white men. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So again, I'm not saying that there weren't any Asian barristers yeah, or black barristers. Yeah, I've there seen, were. recently seen the Somalian guy become, become, but he had connection with some in rich an English lady like helped him out. That's what he was telling the story. Mm. And yeah, but go on. Yes, I'm sure there's some. Yeah. So, so it was. It proved difficult for me to find. Uh, the training is called pupillage. Yeah. So I couldn't find any pupillage. Yeah. Like, you know, no nobody would take a chance on me. Yeah. Take a risk on me. My application on paper wasn't the strongest. Yeah. So then, when I left law school, I didn't have that formal training that I needed. Yeah. But obviously, I now now I've left education. What do I do? Yeah. So I, I decided to get a job working for the court service. Yeah. So I worked at a court in North London, Edmonton County Court. Yeah. Where I worked, which I enjoyed yeah. a lot. But I was doing more admin work than yeah. than legal work. But what what then happened is is that uh, somebody put me in touch. In fact, a very, a very good friend of mine who was also studying law, was training or had qualified as a solicitor, he said, look, why don't you come and work at this firm that he was at? Yeah. And that was in East London. That yeah. was in East Ham. Yeah. Uh, and by this time, have you gone back to London anyway? To back see? to London. So yeah. all, all my le- my professional qualifications mm. I obtained whilst I was in well, London. London yeah, yeah, so back living at home. Yeah. yeah. So, so East London was a bit of a trouble for you, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. but... but Sometimes you have to do what you have yeah, to do. Yeah, you have to do. It's also the train, the underground was all yeah. right anyway. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, so you're now at East London. So I, I joined a firm in East London where uh, I did, um, I, I got put into their housing department, housing law, and a little bit of family law. Yeah. As I've said to you, that's not where my interest was. My interest was, yeah. Interest was yeah. And, and, and it was whilst I was there I met a barrister and she. Uh, said to me, there's actually a firm in North London, a fairly new firm, yeah. who's looking for somebody to work in criminal law. Yeah. Um, she put me in touch with them. I sent them my CV. So yeah. closer to home. Yeah. Had uh, two interviews with them yeah. and they offered me the job doing something that I wanted to do. Yeah, your interest, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I won't, I, you know, I won't forget that time because I was there at that firm for a long time, yeah. 13, 14 years. Yeah, so you got a good Yeah, good yeah I got amazing training. I met some amazing people. I met some amazing barristers that I did work with. I qualified there as a solicitor. Yeah, yeah. So that was in 2000 I joined that firm. Yeah. So, and I've been doing criminal defence work as a solicitor advocate uh, since, since that then, date. Yeah, criminal defence, defence, yeah. And that's when, and so, so did you work for that? So you worked for that firm then. So when did you get back to, how did you get back to this north side again? To yeah, because you, Sheffield? Yeah, Sheffield, yeah. Okay. You've so, got to tell us that story. So, so you've been pursuing that criminal defence law since then, since you qualified in 2000. So nearly a like good 20 years. That's good. good. Or oh, 22 yeah. years. 22 years, 22 yeah. years. I've been qualified 20 years yeah. this year. But you've mashallah, been, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And it's a subject I love. It's, yeah. I, 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 I love representing people. I love representing yeah, that was uh, your interest vulnerable if, people, yeah. helping them out. Mm. Um, the, the thing for me is... Is that, that what motivated you? To, uh, it's to one of the motivations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One, of, one of the motivations for me is, is that this, the state yeah. has a lot of power. Yeah. The state also delegates its power to organisations. Yeah. So, for example, it, dele- it gives the police a lot of yeah, power. power. Yeah, power, yeah. It gives the Crown Prosecution Service yeah. a lot of power. Yeah. So in theory, <coughs> brother Graham, <coughs> we're sat here and we're talking about this. In theory, the police could come in now yeah. and arrest both of us. Yeah. That's the power that the state have given the police. Yeah. Right. Now, they may have a good reason to arrest us. Yeah. They won't yeah, because yeah. we're good people. Okay? Yeah. Turn this podcast off now, lads. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 yeah, yeah. But, but they may not have a good reason. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, there has to be like, a, you have to be judged. It has to be judged, didn't it, to see... It that. needs somebody yeah. to, to stand up and say, hold on one minute, Mr. Police. What's or going Mr. on? Mr. State or yeah. Mr. Prosecution. Yeah. You can't just do that. Yeah. You know... You, because otherwise they just do whatever they whatever, want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Be tar- tar- what's it called? Tar- what are they called when somebody's authoritarian? Yeah. Basically, that there'd be no tyrannical. It'd be tyrannical. That's the word. Tyrannical. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. word. <laughs> and that's what it'd be. It'd be, yeah. it'd be that type of society. Yeah. So you need. 
need you need yeah. somebody. So I'm very passionate about this. Yeah. I'm very passionate about people's rights. So defending so people's liberty, defending. people's yeah. freedom. Yeah. I'm very passionate about it. So I'm not you know, sometimes the police have to do what they have yeah, to do. Yeah. Sometimes and, and that's the right thing to do. To, so yeah. I'm not criticizing the police. Yeah. What I'm saying is is that sometimes we have to question Yeah. What these people in power. Yeah, of do. course, of course, yeah. Um, so that's when you that's when you have to defend in it to see that obviously the judge there'll be a judge that will judge between you and analyze what your your defense and what their case is in it. But I'm saying you 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 defending yeah. you're defending the other person who hasn't got that power, exactly. that legal power. So it's, it's representing somebody who can't, yeah, or doesn't have the either the ability or the, or the means or the world, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that. To do, yeah. So it's kind of like representing helping the underdog, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the motivating factors yeah, uh, after many things that motivate you. Yeah, like and as time's gone on, I feel more and more strongly about about that. that yeah, because as time's gone on, the state has got more and more, has has managed to get more and more power. Power, yeah. So your passion is always grown <laughs> to make a yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so that's what, that's one of the things, and I, I, I've forgotten what we were talking. Well, about. No, that's what that, that was saying, and then that's what I was saying. That's what that's what that point was still on that point. But I'm just saying what I was saying now. You was in London. How did you manage to come to back up north? That's what we say. Okay. Yeah. So I was very fortunate. Yeah. Um, I met my wife. I was going to ask that question. When did you meet? So I met then, my wife at yeah, university. Yeah. Okay. So in Derby. In Derby. In Derby. Yeah. yeah. So the uh, at the time, you know, our community was very much about arranged marriage. Yeah. So it was very unusual for two people <laughs> for two people to meet to fall in love. Yeah. And then say, right, we want to get married. Yeah. Okay. But 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 that's what happened. Yeah. And we got married, and yeah. obviously. So you went against together. culture. <laughs> I went against which culture. Which is good, yeah. Which is I strong, yeah. Culture. Strong-minded, I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went. To, I went against culture. Yeah. As 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 did she. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course. Of course. Missus must have a strong power as well. And well, like, we we, yeah, we had to fight for like, it. Yeah. We had to fight for it. Because you get influence from parents, which have a lot of influence on us. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so used to. So when you went back to uh, London to pursue that uh, that you know that pathway, yeah. you still had the missus in the mind and used to so uh, still work. I was in London. My wife, my she's, wife to be. Yeah. So uh, she's was, from Derby. She's, or no, she's, she's from Bradford. Oh, Bradford. So she's north. Like yeah, I mean. So she's, north. Which now kind of leads on to why we may have ended up. Yeah. What What then happened was that we were in London, and yeah. L- London is a very expensive. Yeah. So you got married, and then you settled in London for a while yeah. during that time. Yeah. Then, yeah. So we got married. Uh, my wife came to to move London, with you. Yeah. And, and we lived in London. Yeah. Uh, so I was born and bred London. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then when I got married, my wife came down, and we stayed together in London yeah. as as a family. Yeah. And you're pursuing, you're doing, you're pursuing your career and yeah, everything. And, and as, as was she, so yeah. she, she's a lawyer too. Oh, she's Mashallah. a lawyer too, Mashallah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, do you have so, discussion about the cases? Um, <laughs> well, she was most, most of Mrs. doing it. She couldn't move as well. No, so no, she doesn't. She she works in property law. Oh, property law. Okay, yeah, so it's yeah. a bit different. Yeah, but yeah, very, it's a different, very yeah. different. Um, that's good. Yeah. So, so at least you have some interest and passion. So the yeah, she she. That's uh, a good thing. It's it's completely different areas of law. Yeah. So there's no crossover really yeah. and stuff. So, so the missus also while you're in London anyway, you're both living as a family and you've got your careers as well. Yeah. 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 So so we're concentrating on our careers. Yeah. We got married. Obviously, we have Marshall, children. Marshall, yeah. Then then uh, you know my 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 wife is from Bradford. Yeah. Uh, there was a number of reasons why we moved out of London. One was that we realised that it's going to be difficult to. Advance ourselves financially. Yeah, because it's expensive. Expensive. Isn't it? yeah. yeah. Number two was that we were thinking about the children. Yeah, future. Was it a good future. environment for the children to so live their in? So future. And, yeah. And I appreciate there's problems in every city. Of course, yeah. But you were thinking, you were comparing Think, and contrasting yeah. between the two, yeah. London or. And my wife had some personal uh, tragedies within her family, okay, yeah. and we thought it might be better to be a bit closer. To, uh, her for, family, to her yeah, family, support to, and stuff like this. Exactly yeah. that. But the plan was actually yeah. to move to Derby. Yeah. Because we thought we know Derby. Yeah. We've studied there. We're familiar with the city. We've got some contacts there. Yeah. Uh, and and what happened is is that I initially uh, applied for a job, and the firm that I applied for said to me, "We'll we'll put you in Derby, in yeah. the Derby office." However. Yeah. 
can you just cover temporarily in Sheffield? Yeah, which is not far anyway. It's so less, so less than an hour anyway. Exactly yeah. that. And I just thought, well, I can do that. But what I'll do is I've then moved out and I spent four months in Sheffield while my wife and children were still in, in London. Yeah. I'll go back at the weekend. So while, yeah, temporarily while you're yeah. trying this new yeah, like, job. Have a look, see what it's like, see whether it, it might be Feasible something. Feasible in the future, yeah. You're just checking it out, yeah. Exactly that, yeah. checking it out. Mm. And after about a week and a half, two weeks, I had a look around Sheffield, spoke to a few people at work. I thought, do you know what? It's actually uh, quite a nice city. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, my experience of Sheffield, I'll be honest with you, it was driving through it, past yeah. it, on the M1 on the way to Bradford yeah, from to London. Miss, to see the Mrs. Family. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So my experience was that on the right-hand side, I'd see these big two cooling towers. Yeah, they got knocked down, didn't they? Yeah. 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 And Meadowhall Shopping Centre. Yeah. And, and that's, that was my experience yeah. of Sheffield. But when I came here and I uh, looked, at, looked around the area, met people, yeah. I thought, wow, it's... To me, it was like a mini quiet London, very diverse. Yeah. And that was quite important to me. So, yeah, because you grew up in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had our own uh, Pakistani community. Yeah. We had our Muslim community, yeah. which was important to me is, and yeah. for the children. Yeah. And, and did you gather that within a few weeks of observing it while you were still like within this four months period? Is this when you were gathered that? conclusion like you I, like, I gathered that conclusion very quickly yeah I think two weeks yeah that's what I'm saying yeah and you, were, and you initially stayed for four months so stay, stay for four months to make that decision but two weeks within two weeks yeah. you already had the thought process and yeah uh, yeah great sporting heritage Sheffield has got hasn't yeah it? two two big football teams yeah you know sport is one of my I was interests. going to come to that yeah I was going to yeah. one of the questions I was going to ask you interest uh, in helping great come to that boxing yeah. heritage yeah. isn't it um You've got a, an arena where they do uh, do events. Yeah. And, and I thought, well, actually, everything that I could do in London, yeah. I can actually do in Sheffield. Yeah. I mean, I miss my football team. My football is Tottenham. Tottenham, Tottenham yeah, because you grew up there. Yeah, yeah, grew yeah, up Tottenham. that way. So, yeah. so I miss my football team. Yeah. Uh, I don't go as often as I used to go. But so you're regular, regular, like a ticket holder. So we, 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 we're, we're members and we still are members at Spurs. So yeah. we try to go as often as we can. When we're in London, we'll probably go seven or eight times a season. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that's interesting. Okay, so I, we'll come to that in a minute. I was just, so, you, so now you, um, you've reported this back to the missus, yeah. your conclusion, your observation. Yeah. And missus agrees and says, yeah. So, so wife was looking for jobs in Derby. Yeah. Because initially we said Derby. That's what the intention yeah. was, yeah. So I said to her, look, listen. I, Sheffield. <laughs> I like Sheffield. Yeah. I like Sheffield. Yeah. It's got a lot of things going for it. I've looked into the schools. The schools seem fairly good yeah. as well. I know at that time you only have Hamza or they also no, got both, both. So, so you've got two so boys, Mashallah. Yeah. and uh, obviously Zayn now. Zayn, yeah. Um, and what then happened is she, she trusted what I said. Yeah. And she said, fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll give Sheffield a go. Yeah. So the reason it was a four-month uh, wait is because we wanted... We didn't want to just lift them out of school yeah. halfway through. So yeah. we thought we'd wait until the summer. Yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. It gives me yeah. time to find schools for them in Sheffield. Yeah, so you just wait for them to finish yeah. the school period, yeah, I guess. And, and a chance for my wife to find the job, a job or something, yeah. Yeah. Which is all good, yeah. So, so the t- that's how the timings worked out. Yeah, then but two weeks, you had the conclusion in two weeks, but because of the circumstances yeah. that took it, that's why, yeah, the four months was like, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah. And then. So so then, then we moved. Uh, obviously, quite an emotional thing. To yeah, leave you to leave and yeah, and, and, and your firm as well. And that firm at that time, how long were you with them? So I was, at, I was at another firm. At that point, I'd left that firm. Yeah, uh, but I was in another firm. Okay, yeah. Um, but but you know that, that's. I think the hardest thing was that all my life. And, and in fact, all of our lives were yeah. in London. Yeah. My, all my, my, Would my you say that was one of the biggest decisions you made? Yeah. Moving yeah. away from the biggest decision in your life so far, yeah. Because we left so, everything we knew. Yeah. Behind. All my. And all your parents my and everyone. And per- uh, unfortunately, my father had passed away. Yeah, So at that time, uh, uh, before you moved. Yeah, just yeah before it moved. So it's just your mum then. My mum. So, so it was a bit difficult as well because. I thought, oh, mum's alone now. Yeah. I say alone, as in I, my brothers and sisters were Obviously, there. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, um, but left all my brothers and sisters, yeah. left my nephews. The, all the close family. My closest friends, my yeah. best friends, my social circle, I yeah. left it all behind. Yeah. 
and came. So it was difficult. It was difficult, yeah. But it was a sacrifice that we decided to make, and yeah. we're now. So you were committed, yeah, years. commitment, yeah. big commitment. And I like, yeah. do you know what? I think it's a great city, Sheffield. Yeah. So you, if you're happy with that decision, even though I am, I yeah. am. It took. It took uh, I settled very quickly. My eldest son settled very quickly. Actually, yeah. But my wife and my youngest son, it took them a bit of time. Bit to get of time, settled. yeah. That's good. So at this time, then, when you left that firm, you both came over here. You started with a firm, I assume. Yep, so I'm employed for a firm in Sheffield. In yeah. Sheffield, yeah. Then now, have you got your, is your, your own company? So, so six, six years ago, I was working for that firm. Yeah. Within about a year and a half, I was approached by another firm. Yeah. And I moved to that other firm. Yeah. Then about a year and a half, about a year after that, another firm approached me. Okay, so you've worked for... So I've worked for three firms in Sheffield. In Sheffield, yeah. And then you're right, you're absolutely right. Uh, with the blessings of God. Alhamdulillah, uh, yeah. And, and other blessings... We made a decision, uh, me and a colleague yeah. who I've worked with, to open up our own firm. Firm, yeah, mashallah. Which so opened it's last, well, about two weeks ago. Oh, mashallah, so it's a new leaf for you, mashallah, yeah. New firm, mashallah. So it's a new firm, only two weeks old. So it's a baby. It's a baby it's a in baby, your life. It's a baby that we're going <laughs> to nurture and grow and yeah. teach and hopefully. He will grow up to be a fine adult one day. Inshallah, <laughs> inshallah. So you and your friend have worked together before. So uh, um, I'll name him. He's called Matt, Matthew. Yeah, I've named him. I've added him on in, in, on, on, the, on, on I think on social media. On, yes, in, uh, in Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. Matt, Matt. Uh, we'll give him on the podcast if he hears this as well. Or to, if you, yeah. <laughs> Matt, I met six years ago when I first came to Sheffield. Yeah. And. I, when we've changed firms, we've it just so happened that we've always changed together. We've always gone yeah. together. So together. I've known him for six years. Yeah. And Matt is somebody that is a blessing in my life. Yeah, that's good. Right? Actually, yeah. Because sometimes I think God puts people in your on your journey. Yeah. Right. For a reason. Yeah. And 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 Matt's been in my life for a reason. He's been like a brother to me. Yeah. Uh, since I've moved up to Sheffield. Yeah. He's, uh, so you have a good connection. You've made a deep he, connection. He, he's like I say. He's like a brother. Brother. To me. Yeah. There's a deep yeah. connection. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've learned a lot from him. Yeah. And I think he's learned a lot from me. Yeah. But I'm sure he'll tell you whether he has or he hasn't. <laughs> but yeah, but I've certainly learned a lot from him. Yeah. Um, and he was the right person in my eyes to start and God willing yeah. that will remain for, for the time that, that, that we're, we all work together yeah um, the right person to set the firm and that's yeah. our firm is called Shah Haig Shah yeah. is my surname Haig is yeah. his surname and so you both specialise in the same yeah. same so we like, do criminal defence work and yeah. we do motoring law motoring so law yeah. yeah that's good yeah so yeah because I know in, in you know Chef Chef told me you helped him out one time when he <laughs> he got into trouble and he said that you were that day he was about to surrender and then you helped him out with your skill. I, 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 I won't he, talk much about it because I don't know what Chef said about it. No, he said good. No, no. Anyway, he told me that he's he saying more importantly you helping him out, but he was saying also good things about you, like the kindness Th- and the way you went out of your way to help him out. That's the most important one. You say that, like, that, that that's, that's for me. Yeah, is a big thing, and I'm not, I'm not saying it. To, to blow my own trumpet all I'm saying is this is that I saw Shaf there yeah. and I approached him yeah. I've known him from before because yeah. I love his burgers yeah, yeah. so I eat his burgers yeah. you can probably tell from the way I look but yeah. I, I eat his burgers and um he, he needed he needed a bit of help yeah and right. I helped him yeah and I think the world would go a long way if when we see somebody who needs help just to help them yeah What's to go out of your it? way that's the most important yeah. thing though. That's the, but that's what I'm saying that's unique to be honest with you to go out of your way that's what Chef was saying like you went out of your way because he like you wasn't even intent he came and you were there and then he said that yeah yeah that day yeah mashallah yeah. Allah obviously made it happen but he was saying yeah. that's the good thing he was saying that he, he said that he'll go out of your way to help and so that's the good thing no, that's very <laughs> it's a good, good beautiful habit which is a beautiful habit because this is the Human Habit Podcast and we spot I have a habit of talking about habit and spotting the good habits. <laughs> that's that's, that's very kind share. of you to say. But yeah. that's you're right. I mean, that's is it is it a habit or is it is it the way that somebody is? No, but you know, you know, you know, uh, because you the that's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, all human behavior 
Mm. All human behavior, you know, if you go to the root of it, it's an action or behavior. Yeah. A habit is an action or behavior that you do. That so, you yeah, you repeat. So, it's a yeah, habit. Every action or behavior we do mm. is. It's, it's like there's the, the ones that's habits, the ones that are consistent. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's the mm. most important one. It has yeah. to be constant and consistent. You have to repeat the minute. That's what I'm saying. Well, if that's a habit, then I would say that that's a habit. I that's have. a good habit, mashallah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's a good habit yeah. because if, if it's consistent and constant, then yeah. it's a habit. Isn't it? And I think because of your passion in it, like you just said, over the years it's grown as well, isn't it? Yes. Because of the. Which uh, because of that, which which I wanted to ask you as well. You know, now that you started your own um, business, how do you find the what's the difference like working for someone else? And obviously, now that you're running, you are making like used to obviously making decisions as well. What's the big difference? So it's it's a massive massive learning curve. Yeah. I've always been, I've been frightened of taking risks. Yeah. So this is where Matt comes into it for me yeah. because Matt for me is somebody that likes to he'll push me and say Zed give it a go yeah right whereas sometimes uh, I might say well maybe I'm not going to do that yeah so the, the first thing is that it opens your eyes about working hard and taking risks yeah massive learning curve about yeah uh, owning your I've always been employed yes yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm reaching an age now where I'm thinking, oh, am I doing this too late? But a yeah. lot of people have said to me, no, no, no. It's, yeah, it's a right time or, yeah. 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 Um, so... So you went for it and encouragement of your partner. Yeah, well, I, like think, I think he, he drove me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, so he, let's go for it. Let's go for it. And I thought, do you know what? Yes. Because I thought, I, I'm, I feel I'm a conscientious person. Yeah. So when I work... I, I work to the best of my ability yeah. whether I'm working for somebody or oh, whether I'm working for myself yeah. I always try to work to the best of my ability yeah. so you, I always believe that I give value yeah. to whoever I'm working for yeah. uh, at times that value may not be appreciated by a number of employers yeah. uh, and at times yeah. it is appreciated yeah. okay? but then you think well, it's something that maybe I can build. I can't change the culture of other people, but yeah. I can create my own working culture. Yeah. And this is one way of doing it. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Okay, what are the good and the bad aspects of being a lawyer? Good aspects. I, didn't, I think, I think the good aspects you were just saying, mentioning helping people, making difference, but... So, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So it's interesting. Mm. Very it's interesting, interesting, yeah. Very, yeah. very interesting. Mm. Uh, it's challenging. Challenging, yeah. Yeah. Um, you like that challenging to grow and learn and stuff like this as well. You, you do, mm. and, but at the same time, the challenging aspect of it can be a bad aspect yeah. because it can be stressful. Yeah. Um, the job that I do is not a nine-to-five job. Yeah. Because criminal activity happens twenty-four hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> days a year. There's no turning off. So it's unpredictable. Yeah. Okay. Now, unpredictability can create problems with your plans yeah with your family yeah you know uh, it can have an impact on the way that you feel even your health life. if you're not sleeping and stuff like this exactly. well, yeah because so, you can get called up two in the morning if exactly. you get a phone call <laughs> exactly yeah and, and you know if you want to do it properly then you need to you know the easy thing to do is to turn the phone off yeah but, but I can't do that yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not going to do that yeah because people are relying on me yeah people are depending the on knowledge me. they're relying on your knowledge and yeah. experience to help so them out we yeah. have to be there for them but but it's do you know what uh, brother Ibrahim it's yeah. very very uh, rewarding uh, you said uh, I was going to say like Aaron what did you want to become what did you want to be when you were a kid and why is it the the uh, was, did, what about football? What did you want to be? Because I know you I, I said you wasn't sure then, but did you have any... I, d- I didn't have any aspirations like that. Yeah. I, I loved I loved sport. My family didn't really... Like, my parents weren't into sport. Yeah. So a- any love that I got for sport was yeah. through myself. Yeah, yeah. Watching it on TV. Yeah. Um, and, and playing a bit in school. I wasn't particularly brilliant at sport yeah, you, I wasn't rubbish either yeah. but I wasn't brilliant I wasn't good enough to be in teams and things like yeah. that uh, but but at the time our, you know our culturally our parents uh, maybe it's the same in, in the it's Somali so is there it's education, education education yeah education, doctor course. engineer 
so you know. Yeah, there's no like, if you want to be a footballer or a sports yeah. coach or things like this, they're like, no, no, cause, because like you said, it's that culture, isn't it, yeah. which influences us and that stuff, isn't it? So, when you, so you never really had any, when you were a young kid, like that kind of thing? like. No, any, because it just... What about you said you wanted to be a police officer? What triggered, what triggered that? What, 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 was there a story or an experience? I, I, I suppose maybe subconsciously yeah. when I was younger mm. and, and maybe this is why I've ended up in law. Yeah. Now that I'm speaking to you, maybe now I'm think, yeah. I'm, I'm having to think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's triggering So, you, so yeah. it might have been that I had a sense of justice yeah. early on in my life. Yeah. That this is right, this is wrong. Yeah. You know, and we've got to make sure that we do things the way yeah. that we're supposed to do yeah. and follow the law. So maybe that's why I wanted to be a police officer because yeah. I thought I can contribute towards justice yeah uh, and in in a way in a strange way what then what's now happened is is that i'm still in law yeah it's just come around the other side. other side yeah yeah, yeah rather yeah. than rather yeah. Than now now i may question the police i yeah. may stand up against the police yeah um so yeah, so, so that was the so that's what I'm saying. That could that you, so that when you think about it now, you think that could have been the triggering thing. I think I think there was that. There was also yeah. uh, we, we, when I was at school, we were in this t- this quiz team. Yeah. When I was younger, I mean, yeah. I was we weren't in any sporting teams, but I was in this quiz yeah. team. So a handful of us got selected to be in this quiz team, and it was a quiz run by the Metropolitan Police. Yeah. And it was questions on. It's going to sound really boring, yeah. but it was questions about the highway code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we memorized. Yeah. Well, five of us absolutely memorized the highway code. Yeah. Uh, do you know the highway code? Yeah, I know the highway code. Yeah, so yeah. So we, memor- we memorized it. Yeah. All the pictures and the imagery of what the triangle, all the rules, yeah. and there would be a quiz held by the police. And what you do is, so every borough in London will enter teams. Then you'd become the borough champion. Yeah. Then you'd become. Then the boroughs would play each other. Yeah. And then you'd become the similar to the World Cup champion. tournament. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not as exciting as the World Cup tournament. Yeah. No medals. Nothing like that. Yeah. Uh, but just a bribe. Just. But yeah. But it was. Uh, so you you were in that team that quiz I was in that team, team and you memorized that yeah. Of, again, n- nothing major, but I was yeah, the captain of yeah. that team. And we, we were very successful. Yeah. We were the national champions. Yeah, you were. So <laughs> That's we were, good. Yeah, we were yeah, the best. At least you led your team. <laughs> I led my team. We led them to glory. We were national champions. And we were, we were involved with the police a lot. A lot. So, yeah, do you think that could be a connection as so well? It like, might yeah, have been. yeah, I go and say. It's only when you look yard. back now. It's like when you look back, you might think, because I always think there's always a triggering moment, in it? And it could be subconscious, like you said, yeah. that you want that, you know, the fair and justice. That could be because. Yeah. And I came across this quote by Benjamin Franklin, and he said, "It's three things that's extremely hard: metal, diamond, and to know yourself." <laughs> so uh, that's why I'm saying we sometimes because it's like only as you like, as you learn and you grow in, or you observe, yeah. you know, things like this, you learn a lot about yourself. Always in challenges, or even like now, as you're taking this new, you know, um, enterprise to your firm, you step in like if you're comfort zone, new challenge, new thing, you learn about yourself yeah. and stuff like this, and you're always learning. So. Every day is a learning experience. Yeah. You know, I say this. Even if I, if, if I can acquire one piece of knowledge a day, yeah. I'll become a better person for it. I say this to trainees, I yeah. say this to students that come with me. Yeah. Learn something, learn something every day. Yeah. Because you grow in it and you learn. Yeah. And also, that's what I'm saying, you learn about yourself as well. It's not just external knowledge or information, yeah. but the stuff you learn about it. Because then you start, oh, you, you realize you can do something. You, at first, you know, like, you, you know, like, even when you're just thinking, you know, about when you go back to that, when you said, and to become a barrister and you're thinking is this for me you know and when you realize the 12 dinners and all that stuff it's the thoughts and the questions that run through your mind and they're like is this for me or can i do this or do you know what i mean like it's those kind of thoughts imposter you just, syndrome they call yeah, it, yeah, yeah 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 they call it imposter yeah. syndrome because it's, it's, it's a human nature because it's a human nature when we don't know something it's human nature we doubt this is just this mm. is because if you don't if you when you don't know mm. you get that because you haven't experienced mm. it in it so you, it's like a like a fish out of water <laughs> you become like a fish out of water yeah. it's like yeah. you less like shaking suffering whatever because you step out of your comfort zone and then you're in the unknown yeah. and then you don't know what you've never experienced it before in yeah. it so it's a human nature thing which brings me how do you Set goals and aims for your personal and professional life. When you set goals, what's the thought process like to how do you 
Even like now, even yeah, you have this firm, for example, the yeah. firm now, is this a good example? Because maybe you've, you're yeah. thinking, okay, you have a vision of five years of where you want to be in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's different. That's, that's a difficult question because you, 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 people, I assume, do set goals. And we did set, so let's use the firm as an example. Yeah. We set a goal that we wanted to open up a firm. Which is you've done, mashallah. Right, so so yeah. that, that's the goal. But then in order to get to that goal, you yeah. then have to set little goals in between. Yeah, like get clients and other... Like yeah. we need, for example, we need an office. We yeah. need a photocopier. Yeah. We need a telephone line. Yeah. We need internet. Mm. So these are all like mini little goals, aren't yeah. they, that lead up to the big goal. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When, you know, when you're sitting there, do you get a like, pen and paper, you write things down, do you have it like sticking somewhere like that? Do you do that? Uh, do you know what it's going to sound really boring but it yes. is as simple as that yeah you do that yeah, do this or a diary yeah. like I've, yeah. I've come to you yeah, I've so got yeah. a diary yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we just put it I'm a bit old school so I write it down yeah that's good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's, that's what I'm saying that's your yeah. phone yeah because some people might write it on their computer or on their phone but for you you write it on paper yeah, I'm trying to move into the future yeah I'm trying to use laptops <laughs> I do use laptops yeah and, and diary systems there mm. but for me it's the old habits you can of, see I've, got yeah, a, I've yeah, come pen. here and I've got a pen yeah. and I've got I've put notes <laughs> nice stylish pen yeah diary and stuff because that's, that's, that's your habits that's isn't my it? habit yeah, yeah that's which they've been effective so the most important thing yeah. is if they're effective you know what they say if it's working they're yeah. <laughs> not broken when, when, brain, yeah. when, when I started off in law back yeah. in 2000 yeah we, we everything was done. We didn't have lap, we, laptops were available, but, but they yeah. cost, cost a fortune. Yeah, and most things were done pen and paper. Yeah, we have these blue notepads. Yeah, that you'd probably see on TV. Yeah, and we'd write everything. So that's your method. You still stick to your method, writing things down. And, that's what I'm used yeah. to, and that's a habit, as you say. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> guys, and that's it for today's episode. Inshallah, we'll continue with our conversation and discussion with our dear brother, Zed Shah in next week's episode. And please do remember that the habits of the heart, habits of the mind, habits of the soul and the habits of the body do matter. They shape our existing and our future in this life and the year after. And you don't decide your future, you decide your habits and your habits will decide your future. Please always keep that in mind and please if you found this beneficial, do me a favour and share it with family and friends and until the next episode, inshallah, take care and I wish you success in this life and the hereafter and I ask Allah to give us all Rabbina atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirat hasanatan wa qina adab al-nar Oh Allah, give us good in this life and the hereafter safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire Ameen Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh